what's up you are not prepared for this episode of the dark weed welcome once again it's your boy the goth prince <laughs> i love i love evil brody like you're so yeah. positive last time i think i think whatever we have to do two back to back is when we still see our real colors come through well the listeners can't see it but i'm actually holding um an electrified orb for most of the time that yeah. we it's very ominous record, like oh. the, the orb from heavy metal it's very ominous yeah it's a, it's a usb so yeah. <laughs> i use it to record into the podcast yeah. how you doing but, man um pretty chill um it's been just a kind of regular week. Uh, I did some stand-up. I did a show um, with Eddie Pepitone a couple oh, days cool. ago. Um, he was hilarious. Um, I don't know. It's just been busy. It's been chill. It's been a good mix of um, actually getting stuff done and beating myself up for not doing more. <laughs> um, a nice so mix. Pretty chill. How are you, Cody? I, I am good. I... I don't know if I caught you up caught you up with the saga, but I've thought I've been so I, I have a running joke now where I keep getting extended on Rick and Morty, which I do not mind because <laughs> I love the show and I love obviously getting paid to do it. So I'm on my third week of getting extended. So I haven't quite yet wow. got that vacation that I've been looking for. But when it happens, uh trust me, it'll be great. I'm gonna go to Big Bear or, or maybe even Joshua Tree, do some do some shrooms, open up my oh, third yeah. eye and just like get re- re- reacquainted with the celestials and, and do my thing. Uh, other than that, it's been good. I have been uh as I was yelling about before we started recording, extremely back on my video game bullshit uh, as I'm Uh-oh. transitioning down into downtime mode. Uh, I think I'm going to get that one-up arcade uh, Street Fighter. It's gonna, it has, So it has four games. Uh-huh. Uh, it has Marvel vs. Street Fighter, which I love. Um, X-Men Children of the Addams, which I also right. love. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, the OG, we stand it. And then Mutant Apocalypse. Uh, I have room in my apartment because it's still very much unfurnished. So I think I'm going to get that. Put in the Wait. corner and just have like an arcade arcade. Mutant Apocalypse on. is that the side scroller one or? Yeah, that's the beat 'em up. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, Gross. it has three fighters and then one beat 'em up. But you know, I think Mutant Apocalypse was like the best one from what I remember. Also, I haven't played it since I was like you know nine or ten at like a bowling alley. <laughs> but I remember giving a lot of coins. Uh, I've been playing that. Uh, I re-downloaded Fortnite. Uh, I'm trash at it. Oh, no. I can't play that game. I'm not good. Cody, at it. what are you doing? I know. We're almost talking about Overwatch, and like that's a game that I was okay at when it first came out, but like now I'm, I, I just like I can feel my age. Like I can't keep up with all these young boys. <laughs> I draw like, the line at Fortnite. I don't know what the brand strategy for Fortnite is, other than let's put every existing uh, IP, IP in this yeah. game it's, that it's, we possibly it's, can. It's one thing because it also it's not just like a shooter. You also have to like build shit. So like in between getting sniped by some twelve year old across the map, I have to like build the fucking Sistine Chapel to like to like protect myself. And it's just too much. Like I'm <laughs> my hand eye coordination. It's a young man's game. I, I don't have it anymore. Good. Uh, Encourage kids to build stuff when uh, society fails them. Yeah. and they <laughs> have to yeah, retreat to the when woods. When it collapses in in ten years, you guys got to build the other stuff. Okay, and before we get way too into this, because I'm about to <laughs> yell at you about Fortnite, I want to yeah. bring in our guest. Um, I'm really excited for our guest. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I've had a lot of fun on his podcast, uh, Max <laughs> Flintano. Um, he is a super talented, and um, more than more importantly than that, I love when he talks shit on Twitter. <laughs> so please welcome uh, Ramon Villalobos. Um, he's a really talented artists you can see him working for marvel you can see him working for D- dc definitely oh, work yeah. looking up to him and you can hear his voice right now what's up dog hey how's it going it's been uh it's been cool <laughs> i'm happy to be here uh, i was happy when you came on mex flintayo we talked about the mask and like how it's like an incel text <laughs> i mean half of comics are about incels anyway so yeah um but I'm glad that the mask is like somewhat relevant again. <laughs> now, <laughs> what have you been up to recently, Don? Um, I I've just been like uh, working a lot, um, <laughs> trying to get my sleep schedule under control. I've been taking a lot of melatonin. Oh um, yeah, I'm we love that. Trying to yeah. not end up like Heath Ledger. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> just trying to like balance it. You know, just keep my circadian rhythms yeah. in check because you're a cicada um, for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> however that works yeah how <laughs> is often, that what it is yeah what time do you usually go to sleep at night uh i mean like if i'm working working i don't go to bed till like six seven in the morning 
Oh shit! But when I'm like, when I'm not on my grind, I go to bed at like midnight, one or two, you know. Uh, but yeah. like, if I if I am putting in work, I'll stay up all fucking night, and then, but you know, like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, doing freelance comic art, I make, I just do whatever I want, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's a. Uh, like I already didn't have a lot of structure in my life, and then get, ma- basically doing this job it has not encouraged me to like get structure. <laughs> right. Yeah. The only downside is then I'll like be really late, and then everybody gets mad at me. But other than that, yeah. Like, and I, I mean, also, you, uh, I'm just very newly getting into like working in comics, but like, you know, you, you get the the script or whatever, and then like for 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 the people that I've worked with so far, like I feel like by the next week I have like layouts. I'm like, you went through 20 pages of like pretty decent like animatics in a very short minute pound of time and then after that they're just like churning out like a page or two a day for Paco Medina anyway he, he worked on Siege Society with me and like he was turning in pages like every single day just like dope straight up like inked pages and it was like oh wow mm-hmm. this is a crazy pace that this dude's flying through right now yeah I don't have that kind of pace <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty slow but um like once I get r- rolling, then it like it starts to mm-hmm. pick up. But mm-hmm. like the the first part of it is just like penciling, doing the layouts. That I'm very fast at. Mm-hmm. Then then the rest of it, where it's noodly, like deciding, okay, what's actually going to be done here. That takes me a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's you know that's the fun part. That's the illustratory part. Um, the storytelling, I feel like it's kind of natural. Yeah. Um, you yeah. mentioned Rick and Morty. Um. That shout out to Justin Roiland. That dude's from my hometown, uh, oh. Manteca, Stockton, oh, like dope. that area. Um, actually, when I was growing up, he was like, uh, I mean, like a few years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would do commercials for like the local record store, Replay Records, <laughs> and he put and he put them up online. And like me and my friends would stay up like all night watching oh, you know, MTV. So and we would see these fuck fucking weird commercials. <laughs> and then like much later. Uh, I knew some guys who knew him like from yeah. town and the guys who like, I think got him to do those commercials mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh, you know, that guy's from Manteca. And I was like, Oh shit. Really? Oh, that's uh, dope. yeah. He, he's, he's like, I think his, his dad still lives there. So he still rolls through every once in a while. Like he took that. What is it? The Rick and mobile. Like that oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He brought that through town <laughs> and it like shut down the town. Like, oh, that's dope. Everything shut down. I got to check I out like, those. I got to look up those commercials. They sound right up my alley. I like, I like weird local spots like that. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're all like, hey, come into my record store. Hey. <laughs> they're like, I don't know what this puppets. character is either, but <laughs> somebody's grandma just like yelling and shit. It's, yeah. It was neat. Yeah, I think any chance rolling gets a gets an opportunity to yell in a weird voice. Yeah, that's that's usually where he finds his sweet spot. Yeah, I knew him from um, doing um, fucking Channel One Hundred One, Channel One Hundred One, where he, you know, where he did shit like uh, Cosby, uh, House, oh, yeah, of House of Cosby's. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Pre yeah, Cosby I, I, getting canceling, uh, yeah. he was he was a, a hot mind for comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Many years ago. Yeah. Um. Actually, the super weird thing was like my grandma had open heart surgery and his mom, I guess, is like a check in nurse. Mm-hmm. And so like his mom was checking in on my grandma and uh, I, my grandma uh, or like his mom noticed that there was like my nephew had because uh, he was staying with my grandma or mm-hmm. something like that. He had like drawings on the floor and his mom's like, oh, you know, that's nice. Like your grandson does this and then my grandma tried to flex and be like oh actually my other grandson does like comic books and like not knowing that her, her son is like famous or whatever uh yeah, I mean, she must be passionate about being uh, a check-in nurse um yeah to still be doing it so good for her yeah, yeah. it was it's like a weird like local coincidence but because of that i started watching the show but otherwise i wouldn't have bothered <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, sure. oh, this must be pretty cool if he's from Antica. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna say you're the second most famous person in Antica, and I don't even yeah, care yeah. to fact check it. <laughs> yeah, you, you two are carrying the torch. I think he's probably first, and I think there's probably like one or. Th- you remember that song "Fly Like a G6"? You know I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. chick who sings on that song is from Antica, so she's more famous <laughs> than me for sure. Dev, you're definitely top five. I have yeah. to be top five. It's not a very big town. <laughs> Well, I'm not in the top five of my hometown, and literally never will be. Won't, won't even be the top <laughs> 500. So, yeah. so hold on to that. Um, hell yeah! 
Um, so let's let's talk about what we've gotten into recently. I know it's only been uh, a week. Usually, we're, so <laughs> we we have the goal of being a weekly podcast, but yeah, it just hasn't shucking out that way. Not recently. Um, we've just been like busy. So if anything, we're doing this episode out of spite, just so we can <laughs> just so we can have them back to back. Yeah. Um, and we'll tr- we'll try to keep it up. Um. Hey, but look, when the room reps, uh, whatever it does rep, I will be available. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be in a room by then. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so I know we haven't had as much time <laughs> as we usually mm-hmm. have recently. But um, so yeah, tell me what you've gotten into um, in the past week, Cody. Uh, so like outside of the b- video game bullshit, the major uh, bullet point is that I have gotten back into marvel's avengers uh i think i've probably talked about it a couple times in the show the game is just okay uh not in not 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 like story-wise the acting in it is great the writing is great it's just like very buggy and it's been very buggy since oh. since the jump oh, it's still buggy is, it's still, has, is there like new content for you yeah so they <laughs> just dropped uh war of wakanda expansion and you know oh. i'm a i'm a huge uh black panther stand uh so like i've been playing through that and he's fun to play i think they can capture like the fight mechanics they they do capture pretty well for some of those characters like Mm -hmm. like he can just like i don't know he's very nimble very fun character to play and also like i just started watching the what if uh new what if series on disney plus as well and they dropped uh they dropped you know um the child's episode Mm -hmm. the same they dropped this war of wakanda episode things and that's uh animated right yeah anime it's great i i personally love it the animation i'm also just a huge animation nerd as well obviously from my fucking track record uh like the animation is beautiful uh it's chadwick boseman's last performance as as t'challa so like that was like bittersweet and and, in its own sad way but it's also just like a really fucking fun funny episode it's like my whole my my favorite type of marvel story are the cosmic ones and mm-hmm. it's just like what if he became star lord and you know guard of the galaxy put his own team together so like it was completely right up my alley what i wanted to watch and uh i'm gonna tune in next week because i'm also like i said a huge animation fan so like mm-hmm. that's basically what i've been doing this week uh, i'm thinking about trying to dive back into miles morales spider-man uh but like i can't be playing more than three games at one time or else i'm gonna have no yeah. work getting done i'm playing like five games at a time and um it's it's taken a toll on me um (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah the only thing i know about that what if series is people were complaining about um a female captain america or even an implied one of course they are complaining and then complaining about her body of course what do you guys what else are they gonna complain about yeah Um, look it was it was was a good episode it was fun like what, what do you want like like that the era of like just comic books made for straight white dudes is over i mean that's still mm-hmm. a majority of the comic books that are out there. Like they have, they have so many options. Like just fucking chill out. Let, let, <laughs> let someone that doesn't look like you make a comic book and be a fucking main character in a story. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, that, dorks haven't gotten uh, hip to the fact that buff women are hot. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead, that made me laugh because uh, my buddy uh, Daniel, who does the podcast with me, was talk. He watches that show. I didn't mm-hmm. watch it, mm-hmm. and I basically had him explain to me what it was about because like, I haven't <laughs> know. And yeah. he, he basically said it is like, yeah, every episode they're like, what if these stories weren't centered around straight white guys? <laughs> like, yeah, that's a crazy concept. They should be <laughs> like, what if they what if our uh, what if our history wasn't so like just nothing but white dudes? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, this know, is why you couldn't get me to write the show, because my Black Panther episode of what if would be what if they were white <laughs> it just like completely flip, flipped the script i'm sure white people would love that uh, those would have been up in arms yeah that, that's uh yeah finally comic part. books fans could ask why didn't white people stop slavery <laughs> if they had all this technology for <laughs> yeah a bunch of years this is actually why i think we i've talked about this on the show before but so much of why i don't get into like comic book discourse is like except for the books that we make of course uh, yeah, ex- yeah. Uh, of course except except for the yeah. ones that you two specifically make is like when i remember when black panther came out and nerds would argue on the internet um that wakanda are the bad guys because they didn't stop slavery <laughs> even though they have <laughs> the, the option to i'm just like yeah. yo like these this is uh, a character and a place created by white guys <laughs> first yeah. of all <laughs> yeah also uh i love that they they punt the evil from the europeans just directly still somehow they punted the responsibility yeah. to the africans for, for like 
for not helping to think, not stopping to think the evil white. And people. I get it. I I blame us too. I'll, yeah, I'll be I remember honest. you say that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't put that video on me. We're like, hey, it's really. It's really none of our fucking business. Like we don't really <laughs> fuck with anybody else but Wakandans. Yeah. I mean, they could yeah. they could do the other things in Africa that are bad now today, but they're like, yeah, we're not digging wells. We got our own situation going on. <laughs> yeah. Totally. My name's Paul, and that's between y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so yeah, I've been playing um too many games at the same time. I think I need to have some kind of like purge. Um, I have a friend who recently. <laughs> um entered um like a rehab program but for video games uh no uh for oh, weed. Oh, an actual, oh okay gotcha yeah <laughs> like an actual rehab program where other people in the program are like there for like drugs and stuff but mm-hmm. like they're there like for weed specifically um and i i almost need to just be like do i need to do the same thing for video games because um like recently, my strategy is playing a lot of video games so I don't get obsessed with one, which is kind yeah. of like this backwards thing where it's just like I'll spend a, like yesterday, I spent a couple hours um, playing like something like Dragon Quest or something like that, and mm-hmm. I played in Japanese to like to like learn, and then I get off and I'm like, okay, cool, I did that for an hour. I should probably write. Oh, but first I should play. <laughs> I should play Red Dead, or I should play this like baseball game that I have. It's, a, just it's like, a vicious loop, dude. It, it's, it's like yeah, yeah, it's um, it's all just tricking my brain into like not doing um stuff. And to be fair, I have a lot of stuff that I have to do. Like I got, I got headshots last week. Um, I'm oh, really, nice. really excited about that. Um, got a couple smolders on on the way <laughs> for y'all. A couple blue steels on the way for y'all. Um, you got swords in them or no? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I completely hey, yeah, forgot. Call, that, call them back up and get some new ones photoshopped in. It, I, well, I'm I'm gonna get some glamour shots actually, and those will be my like really goth. Though I'll, I'll dress like Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get some leather jackets and stuff like that. Um, but then I just got some regular ones. Um, I, I you know I gotta like I'm always trying to like up. I gotta edit content. You know what I mean? I gotta like. <laughs> try to like edit some stand-up videos put some captions on them so i could put them on instagram so i can make my manager happy and stuff like that yeah um so it's like um we're all busy for sure um and i just have to like accept that i'm just going to be too busy to do the things that i want to do all the time and i'm just gonna have to like save it for like one day on the weekend or something like that oh yeah yeah i mean i, I don't know how what, i mean you already spoke about how pretty busy you are uh, mm-hmm. Ramon, but like what's your general week looking like like how many books are you working on i just work on one i have a book coming out through bad idea it hasn't really been announced yet mm-hmm. and it's like a barbarian comic but because oh, it's like a barbarian comic there's a lot of like big fight scenes mm-hmm. like yeah. crazy shit happening so, I mean, they're graciously, like, they let me sort of take my time on it. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It's a weird thing because, so it's a new company, this bad idea. And they just handle things different than other comic book companies. And yeah. it's uh-huh. like, I've only ever worked for the main two, like Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, so supportive of just, like, you know, oh, like, you know, every time I think I'm going to get in trouble, basically, they, like, go, oh, <laughs> do you want, like, do you want something else, like, good? Like, do you want... <laughs> you want more money to do like more <laughs> responsibilities. And I'm like, but I haven't like fulfilled these obligations. <laughs> so like, I mean like it really, when I say it's like chaos, it really is. But, but you know, it's been uh like, it's been a little weird lately. Cause I had been because of coronavirus, mm-hmm. um, you know, which, you know, started like last year, really locked down mm-hmm. because of that. I haven't had my tags on my car since 2018. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I took care of that, and because and since I've done that, it's been kind of nice. Like I went to IKEA. Oh yeah, I did, like, you know, I did some other shit, and it's mm-hmm. been like it's it's kind of weird to like go out into the world just yeah. to like do little yeah. things, and I kind of want to get it in before lockdown kind of starts up for me, anyways. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So like it, it, I've been like seeing more. I've been touching more grass than I have in a long time you dude know yeah I mean? exact same thing like i I'm, I'm also almost assured that we're gonna have another lockdown 2.0 the remix mm-hmm. of it so like every little piece of any opportunity i get to like oh i'm gonna drive i live in like near little tokyo it's like oh i'm gonna drive to like the little tokyo market and like walk around meet some folks or like i'm gonna walk to uh i'm, I'm gonna like walk up to silver lake and do a thing like just like being out while i can and like getting some fresh air before 
I'm inevitably forced to be locked down in here again with my brand new arcade machine. So it won't be that bad. <laughs> so, like, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like I, I have to experience things to, like be motivated to like mm-hmm. pluck from it to like write or, or making me think creative. So like being stuck in like the year that I was stuck in my apartment for for seven months, like I was just putting out absolute garbage. Like I was, it was some of the most, <laughs> some of the most bad art I've ever made in my entire life. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was so bad. I was just like, because like I'm not doing like I wasn't. Like I, I, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a comedy writer. It's so like you know, uh-huh. I like to like t- sometimes like you, you just see weird, weird things in in real life and like they inspire you some weird way. So like, right. I just be like, I, I, I tapped the zig well like four months into like <laughs> eight months in in my apartment. So I'm like, I need, I need to see something. Can I just see a bird land yeah. onto a tree or see a dude with a weird, with a weird <laughs> affect do a thing? Like I was, I was scrambling. Yeah, there's like there was a weird like because I'm naturally just sort of staying at home and shit, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. I don't, I generally don't leave my house even when there's no pandemic. But um, yeah. I didn't. I took for granted like the pressure valves of like just going to Starbucks and working there for a day. Yeah. Or like you know going to a different town and just working at that Starbucks for a day. Yeah. Or like now I'm when I was stuck inside my house, it was literally just in the house all fucking day. Don't leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like, Oh man, I actually do want to leave sometimes. Not mm-hmm. a lot, but like that little pressure valve, not having it like, mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah. made, it made me, you know, feel real like I got cabin fever, you know? Yeah. My, my, my walk game has fucking exploded over the past <laughs> seven months. Like, yeah, I'm just going to walk to the bodega or I'm just going to take a, take a couple of laps around the block. Like that has skyrocketed since I since thought I, you meant walk like a cooking thing. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, actually, that too. I did buy a walk. <laughs> that is not a bit. I do have a walk that I cook a lot of stir fries in. So oh. yeah. Yeah. Hard relate. I know what you guys mean. Um, I am like kind of emotionally ready for a second lockdown at this point um because <laughs> i mean the numbers are going up um i'm smoking more weed again so mm-hmm. like la- last night i was like i was out of breath and i was just like oh no do i have <laughs> covid yeah, again i was yeah, just yeah. like up oh, here we go just having those high hypochondriac mm-hmm. um worries and i was just like you know what i'm ready to be locked in again um yeah. i had a fun summer i got to see a lot of friends probably yeah, you, too many to be honest you had a hot boy summer right um, not really. I had a, um, I had a, I had a cutie boy summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't do like that much, but I, I was doing comedy again and it's that same thing, um, with writing or drawing where, um, like you can be in your house and because you're not like seeing new inspiration, you're kind of mm-hmm. like not looking for inspiration. Like mm-hmm. truly like inspiration is a mindset where you have to kind of like have the switch turned on all the time. And when I'm doing stand-up, just seeing someone else do stand-up, whether they do good or whether they do bad, just seeing another person in front of a microphone, it's just like, here's what I would do. Mm -hmm. And then your brain, like, switches a flip. Like, for me, anytime I watch Eddie Pepitone, um, whether it's live or whether it's one of his specials, like, he has such a kind of, like, unique worldview that's, like, very dark but he'll like keep the jokes coming and mm-hmm. like that for me he's like one of my top three inspirations so like um anytime i see him i i come out of it with like three different premises i'm just like yeah okay yeah. let me spend an hour exploring this um and i feel kind of like charged up for, for a lot of reasons and if we go into another lockdown ho- you know realistically hopefully it probably won't last as long um mm-hmm. it probably only be for like i don't know maybe the rest of the year or something like that um and that would be um honestly fine to me um uh i i don't know it's um i was dealing with so much shit during the first uh part of the part of the pandemic like now i'm just kind of like it would be kind of great to um be in a world without fomo again and just <laughs> uh just like work hard on stuff and then yeah. like actually have a script um mm-hmm. i mean the last script i wrote was literally i pa- i like wrote um in in like a state of panic when like the black lives matter protests were like really popping off mm-hmm. um and like now that's the one that i like send to my yeah. like manager's like sending to like executives and shit i'm just oh, like yeah. oh man okay what if what what would happen if i wrote something when i was happy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what i'm trying to do right now yeah yeah 
um but like at the same time it's just like i'm stacked up i got i got all the mushrooms i need uh yeah. cody <laughs> wink wink yeah um, let's do it man let's i'm telling you like i when when look i have three more issues of the spider-man thing than right uh-huh. i'm trying to get them done within like the next week and a half rick and morty will be done i'll have free time let's go i'm telling you baby let's go to this let's go to the desert and let's let's get let's be uh rock boys yeah, yeah, there we go, rock boys. Yeah. So when I went to the desert um, with um, a couple of our other friends like last year, and Cody couldn't come unfortunately, but uh, it was just like literally three of us, and we got high. We started a gang in the in the desert called the Rock Boys, and all we do is throw rocks and <laughs> say Rock Boys, and it was, <laughs> and it was like I'm a dr- I'm gonna write a comic about that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll, I'll put you in some contact with some of my editors. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I'm sure you've gotten this question a million times, Ramon. But like, how how one how did you how long have you been in uh, comics, and like how did you get into it? Yeah, um, I, I've been doing. You know, it's funny. There was just like this meme thing going around. It's like show yourself at twenty one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw. I was like looking through like Facebook for like old pictures that people yeah. had uploaded of me, mm-hmm. and I saw one where it was my first convention. I went when I was twenty one oh, yeah. in San Francisco. I'd put out a uh, a story in an anthology with my friends, and I had been doing like fan art online. Mm-hmm. And the friend that was, like, teaching me, like, how to use my computer and, like, mm-hmm. you know, for to use GIMP, like, not Photoshop, but, yeah. like, the hack version. Yeah. Um, which I still use to this day. I still think it's, like, yeah, GIMP the rules. easiest way to go. Um, was – that was when I was 21. And the guy just convinced me, like, oh, you should just make real comics. Like, we're done with this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's stop doing fan art. Let's be real. So, I'm like, all right. So, I did that one – and that was when I was 21, which it made me feel like, oh, my God, I've been actually putting in work in this Yeah, because right. I've only been doing it professionally. I mean, now, like seven years, mm-hmm. you know, I did. Mm-hmm. I started in like 2014 or what, like how 2014 is when I started. So not seven, however many years mm-hmm. that is. But um, like that's when I started working for Marvel. But all that time in between was just fucking around, putting out mm-hmm. little like, you know, things on the side, doing commissions, mm-hmm. just like getting it wherever i could you know fit in yeah, yeah and uh i used to work like real odd jobs around town like are usually art related like i used to work in the back of a motorcycle club like you know <laughs> i live in uh stockton and everybody here is like when sons of anarchy was on everybody yeah. was a biker everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. had because it's set in the same I area been too. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so everybody was like just hyped on on motorcycle riding so because of that, the one of the biker cl- clubs, my stepdad was in it, and that they didn't know how to use computers at all. And that was like – so they needed a color separator. So I would just do that, and then I just became their art guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, people would come in, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, we need to make this patch. Hell and, like, yeah. I'm saying this was salad days of motorcycle clubs. Yeah, so yeah, all yeah. I was doing was drawing motorcycles, skulls, flames, babes, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, making decent money and then uh, – after that going to community college and then just like putting up shit online mm-hmm. and through that just i got i got real lucky that when tumblr was popping that's oh, when yeah. i sort of decided to like push the chips in you know yeah. and all the editors were on there so uh i was like very calculated of like if i draw these things like you know these will get this many notes and then like mm. it'll get in front of the right people you know mm-hmm. mm. and uh it worked like I got a job from Marvel, uh, just kind of an editor reached out, didn't know I drew comics. I had done mm. one like real 20 page, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, in comics you draw like 11 by 17 paper. It's like really yeah. big because mm-hmm. then you shrink it down and it looks better. And I had only done one like that. Everything else I had always done was like real small, amateurish. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even know I drew comics and he just asked if I would be down to do something for marvel and i was like well yeah sure i had to like check make sure it wasn't somebody fucking with me yeah yeah but yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. yeah sure i mean i guess that's cool so ever since then though like i had a, i had just had a career after mm-hmm. that like it was kind of like one day i was broke didn't have a job no prospect <laughs> and the next day i was like a marvel comic artist you yeah, know quote yeah. unquote so uh yeah so then ever like and it's interesting because like breaking in that way uh, it's a very outsider way to do it. Like there are more traditional ways in, like you go mm-hmm. to cons, you show them 
sample pages. You do like old school, like, you know, things that they did in the nineties. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people were resentful because I came in through Tumblr and the internet. And, uh, but as long as you do the shit, I feel like it doesn't really matter how you get in. Yeah. And I think part of my mentality of just being kind of like a hustler around town, trying to get like money just for art, like that really, uh, like motivated me to not give a shit like (laughs) what older people and like you know the traditional way of doing comics the right way is and it's got me some trouble honestly like Mm -hmm. like a lot of people have like this sense of collegiality of like yeah you know yeah being nice to each other on twitter and like doing all this shit Mm -hmm. we're like you know uh brody you know like i'll just i'll just like say like to people like go fuck yourself or whatever (laughs) and or like i'll make fun of somebody casually right because that's just Mm -hmm. how i am yeah and then i'll have to have like a you know 40 minute phone call of like why'd you say that on twitter and i'm like (laughs) i wasn't even talking about you but honestly now i am yeah you know yeah um yeah, I, I, I usually go, yeah, usually it takes about five years in your industry before you can start talking shit and <laughs> you still have like a job and stuff. And then it's just a, a matter of who's right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, how well, I, that's how I judge my friends for sure. Comics is a weird thing because everybody in it, like, well, not everybody, mm-hmm. but a lot of people in it grew up as like, you know, nerds and bullies yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this mm-hmm. shit. I wasn't because I was just into like Slipknot and shit. You know? <laughs> I was just like a weird kid, but I wasn't like nobody picked on me. You know, people thought I was cool or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So like a lot of these people, I think they have like weird ego sh- like trip ups with themselves. Yeah, it is. It is. Interesting. They relate to the losers in these stories and yeah. they don't even <laughs> understand like me, me taking a casual like making a casual criticism is not me like indicting somebody's character. It's mm-hmm. just me making a joke yeah it is i mean I've, i haven't been doing it too long but it is a interesting division between like you see like the cool the cool kids like you see like the old the old school like ag was bullied because i like the punisher and you see like yeah the, <laughs> yeah the cool like art school kids that are just like yeah i just really like i liked i liked akira and like i was popular and i had pink hair and people like loved me when i was in college <laughs> or in high school yeah. or college yeah. like that's just how i this perspective i come with the stories and it is interesting being like yeah maybe we don't have to make this whiny character isn't this the person that i need to like uh, latch onto and project onto like maybe they can just make them fun or cool have them hip like you know? yeah you can't yeah. like um you can't like um identify with the underdog if you're if they're also the main character of every comic that you read yeah. you know what i mean also like, if you're yeah. like a straight white man you're not the underdog like you know? no yeah <laughs> right yeah. it's like the funniest thing about growing up you know I, we're, we're all the same age right like 34 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 30 30 ish mm-hmm. you know um, like growing up late nineties, early two thousands, there was always like the same character. I was like an Elijah Wood type where it's yeah. like a loser who like, if only I think of like Elijah Wood in the faculty. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah man, yeah. if only she knew that I was actually like, what well, I don't know, like had some value was just mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. Then like the, the cool hot girl would realize like, Oh, she should be dating me or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and I think like it makes people not, understand that like b- having cis white male privilege is like a thing mm-hmm. right. I, there was this dude who was like a, a black dude who was i think he's in animation but he just had like a tweet where he's talking about comics and how hard it is to be happy making comics mm-hmm. and he was just like yeah it's really hard unless you know you acknowledge your privilege uh luck or whatever mm-hmm. and there's all mm-hmm. these just white dudes that were just going like well i didn't have privilege i grew up poor like how could you say that about me it's like motherfucker. Yeah. He is not saying that you didn't earn it or you don't deserve yeah. it. He's just saying you should acknowledge that, mm-hmm. and that other people don't have that same yeah. experience. But but yeah, people just don't understand that, <laughs> you know. Yeah, totally. I um I was I walked into a comic book store the other day, and I sometimes I swear off of comic books just because it's it's like my most expensive habit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm getting back into them again, and I hope I can lead a lifestyle where <laughs> I just never stop again. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while, like, uh, you know, I see the new trades that come out, and every once in a while, I'm just like, boy, do we really need another white superhero? And I, <laughs> and I, I, I try not to be like militant about it. Um, there are tons of white nerds who enjoy tons of content. Mm-hmm. But 
even outside yeah. of nerd culture, even just like working in the film industry and like the TV industry, um, I always kind of like want to tweet this out like every day, honestly. And then I stop mm-hmm. myself. I'm just like, do white people ever get tired of seeing themselves yeah. in movies? Do you, you guys <laughs> ever get tired of seeing yourselves in horror movies or action movies or you know, like so whatever? It's, I had that ex- when I when I first saw Into the Spider Verse and like mm-hmm. seeing a fucking black Puerto Rican kid who like had natural hair, like he was like listening to Biggie. Like he had like the J's on, like, uh, you know, everyone who knows me knows I have a, an enormous sneaker addiction. Like, oh. like after I came out of that movie, I was like, I felt great. I was like, is this what white people feel like when they just watch star Wars? Like, is this what they feel like all the just time? Like, like, all, yeah. Like what? when you see born identity, you just like come out so pumped. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I get it now. It's like, is this what they feel every single time they watch anything? Yeah. Anything the crazy you know, thing I, to me. And as I, I won't spend too much time on this, but like when people, um have when people go extreme in the direction of like when people feel like they need to defend that like um there's too much diversity in star wars i i I truly am just like how many gears had to turn in your head for you to say that (laughs) sentence where aliens can exist but if there's too many people of color you're just like whoa hold on you know yeah, what I mean? babu freak i can sign <laughs> off on you have thing. more than yeah. yeah you have you have a you have more than one black person or or, or latino <laughs> person or fucking Ke- kelly maria and tran or whatever i was like an asian person in space that's that's where i draw the line at like it's they're so fucking weird what are you saying Ramon? <laughs> yeah uh when i i worked on a book called night hot it mm-hmm. was with a dude named david walker and mm-hmm. It was basically like if Batman was like a black dude Mm -hmm. in Chicago. Yeah. And so I gave him like, you know, Yeezys when like they first came out, like the, Mm -hmm. you know, the, I think I gave him like the pirate blacks, like the 350 when when they first came out. Mm -hmm. Like I don't even think they had dropped yet, but I put them in the thing because I, you know, (laughs) seen the first ones. I was like, oh, this will be sick. (laughs) And the editors didn't know, but like, and I, I told my colorist Tamara, I was like, you know, make sure the colors are like this. And it was like, you know, some Rihanna video. And mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure like I had like touchstones of like culture that wasn't related to comic books. Cause yeah, 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 so yeah. much about comic books is just uh, this feedback loop of mm-hmm. other comic books and just becomes like backwash, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. totally. There's no like new culture inserted it. So when I saw like black Panther, I remember thinking like, this is sick. Like, yeah, I, it's not even a, that great of a movie, but like the no. Kendrick Lamar <laughs> soundtrack is rad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was a real movie to be honest. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, I, I could ignore the CIA interference and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, this is fun. This is neat or whatever. And, uh, I remember watching that thinking like, but there's, I don't think there is like a Mexican version of this. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I went home and I drew like ghost Rider If he was like a Cholo and he's like, you know, oh, hitting the stance and like, just like feeling like inspired by that. And, you know, when I got into comics, it I, I because I felt like an outsider, I did not feel like, okay, like I'm going to be the Mexican whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to kind of suppress it a bit so that I could fit in. And then mm-hmm. once I got in, I realized, like, what am I doing? Like, you yeah. know, all like all this shit is just like rote at this point. It's yeah. boring. Mm-hmm. Like I could in by I have an advantage that other people don't have in that I grew up with a different cultural like aesthetic yeah so Mm -hmm. like i gain a lot more to like push that out yeah instead of like suppressing it and you know it's funny too because like when i was a kid i grew up in like south side tracy it was super mexican it's basically where all like the 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 farm workers were like the mexican farm workers settled in Mm -hmm. in the central valley Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then when i moved because my mom and dad got a divorce it was like real crazy we moved to uh, just like a town over and it was, there was no Mexicans. I was the mm. most Mexican people you know, kid yeah. th- that was in school. But at the other school, I was super white. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm full Mexican, but like yeah. my, my grandpa didn't want me to speak Spanish cause he didn't want me to have an accent. Mm. And you know, I was into like <laughs> Jurassic park and not soccer yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> and it was like that when I got into comics, which is like, I, when I got into comics, I was the most Mexican person ever. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, so, like, I was like, well, okay, well, if I'm going to do that, then I'm just going to fucking be that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that it has helped me, honestly. Like, <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of, like, you know, situations where, like, right wing, there's, we had, like, a thing called Comicsgate. It was, like, yeah. Gamergate. Mm-hmm. And uh, except for, 
it wasn't about ethics and journalism. Like right. we all know Gamergate, that's what it was all about. So I don't want to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, I mean, Comicsgate was just like, it was the same shit, just fucking idiots. And a bunch of people, even though I'd already been working for years, started saying like that I was only getting jobs because I was Mexican. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like you have no idea how untrue that is. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm like watching the Sopranos right now. That's actually been oh, my, yeah. <laughs> me too. My, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's been I my feel biggest. Like I really relate to Tony Soprano in like a dark <laughs> way. <laughs> uh Oh, that's fucked up. Um, yeah. Get a therapist for sure. Yeah. If he does um, that. Yeah, that that's actually been my biggest obsession um, this week. I started watching it at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and then I got like real racist in like the middle of season three, and I was just like, "Well, I'm just gonna watch this later." Yeah. And now, now is later, so I'm probably gonna try to finish it in like the next like two weeks or something like that. But um, mm-hmm. God, why the fuck did I bring this up? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, being the only one, he's too Mexican for comics, but the uh, too black for comics. Um. I can't remember. Sopranos is a sick show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, it's, look, it's a great, it's a great aside. Like the show's great. We got some good riffs in. Uh, I want to say I was also had a very similar thing. Where like, <laughs> like, I got, I, I got, uh, like, so I, I, I got in the writing comics because I was writing on She Hulk, the, mm-hmm. the new Disney Plus show, and our number two in the room was this dude named Zeb Wells who had been writing for comics forever. For sure, yeah. Anyway, he introduced me to his editor, and uh, he's like, "Hey, we're doing like a Spider-Man anthology. Uh, you want to write a story?" I was like, "Of course." Can I pick the Spider-Man? He's like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "Well, obviously, I'm picking Miles." <laughs> pick like, the Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing Miles, and like, I wrote my issue or whatever. It was it was fun, but like, I wrote it like how black people talk. So like, there was a lot of slang. I remember one time he was yeah. like, "Hey, um, they were doing like going over lettering." He's like, "Hey, uh, what, what is?" Was this a typo when you said B or what is what is what does that mean? I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it, it's like bro, brother, blood, you know, yeah. like, like homie, and like all right, and 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 bet. What is what is is that like? A, he's like betting on money. I was like, no, it means like we're gonna do this thing. So like, like already off the jump, I had to like I came with a completely different point of view. It seems like than most other writers for for Miles had, and that's just by like talking like how young yeah. black people talk. Um, so usually yeah. we capitalize cap because that sense for Captain America, and um, we're not sure what the sentence. <laughs> yeah, but it was very fun. Like my editor was like very open and very cool with it. But it was like interesting just seeing like that one perspective of like, oh yeah, if you're writing for a character that came up from the same background as yeah. you like you can just yeah. add so much more depth either by like doing something like giving them yeezys mm-hmm. or giving them like just the essence of drip <laughs> and yeah. also like yeah. you know making them like speak how someone like you typically speaks yeah every yeah. minority who's into comic books is like very aware of what slang um has like slowly siphoned into comic books culture mm-hmm. like we, it's it's so bleedingly obviously um uh, w- w- what slang white people are like okay cool we'll 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 use this you yeah. know what i mean well you we'll, yeah, yeah. it took them years to par- put some... lit in and and now it'll never go away <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's some like real so on my podcast you know there's stuff that we still have to like we have a, we have a backlog of shit that we want to talk about obviously because mm-hmm. like we're not the podcast we just like pick a book like when Brody was on, we just said, okay, like the mask or something. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just like kind of dissect it for like most of the episode. And like, it's, it's fun, but yeah. like, there's some where like, we talked about like this, uh, Puerto Rican, uh, there's a Puerto Rican writer who's basically like super Puerto Rican, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's, like he's New York Rican uh-huh. and it's, he's like an older dude. And it's just very like cringe, like watching <laughs> him, like, you know, try to like, capture that sure yeah it's just like so over the top and so like we'll make fun of that kind of shit but i like it when it is natural like Mm -hmm. you know like what you're talking about sounds kind of cool but then you have the other problem where a lot of people in that shit are either old (laughs) you know or they're just like not cool anyway so yeah yeah. you know that that's tight that you know they gave you that kind of like free reign to do it and i think most editors are more likely to do that than not Mm because you know i've had editors that reach out and be like hey you know, there's a Mexican character in this. Does this sound like something that a Mexican would say? And I was like, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> Mexicans say whatever. But yeah, let me let me, let me let me let me round up with the council and see what we vote on. <laughs> yeah, our friend um, Yadoye Travis wrote. Um, I want to say um, some some issue of Batman, and yeah. 
I remember he did the same thing. I was just like, man, how do you make Batman sound? He was like, he was written by a black person and he did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was at that moment. I was just like, well, I get, I definitely got to figure out how to write for comics too. If these guys oh, yeah. are doing Look, it. <laughs> I can, I, I'll, I'll put a word in. I okay, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I figure it out. I got a lot. I got enough stuff to write anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's good. I, 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 I am, am very excited to just like enter the, um, the part of my career where I'm stuck inside like fucking Stephen King um, <laughs> and just like writing from like the time I wake up to the time I fall asleep or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. You say that now. <laughs> yeah, I say, I say exactly. I say that now because um, I because I'm I got my cats and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you, like you have living. Yeah, I'm just in my apartment like you have things around. Also, you have a house. So like that, mm-hmm. you, know, you have a very lovely study that people can't see right now that looks yeah very like it looks very stephen kingish so like <laughs> yeah people people don't know um uh or care if i haven't showered in like three days and <laughs> i'm like walking around like a fucking monster because there's because there's no one else here <laughs> yeah. you know I, I, well fingers crossed i hope you get this uh, i'm excited for you i hope that hope you get to be stuck in your apartment uh or your house rather me <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks so much <laughs> yeah when you get bored you can go walk to your bar and play in your arcade machine oh yeah right yeah. <laughs> for a second i was just like did i tell you about a bar that's close to me i wish there was anything close to me there's nothing close to me and it sucks i'm lonely <laughs> <laughs> well look you know when like when we enter into lockdown in another month it'll be officially cuffing season we'll yeah. all be cuffed up all have our boo things and uh we'll ride out the second wave yeah it's funny because um uh, this is the first time we've ever had anything close to cuffing in California. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm oh, not yeah, sure how it is yeah, in Stockton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are people? Do people take the um, pandemic seriously in Stockton? Do people what? Do people take the pandemic seriously in Stockton? Um, it it like really depends on where you go. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, like for some reason, every time I have to like drop into Michaels for like paper or something. Yeah, there's not a fucking mask in sight. And I just assume that everybody there is just like some Christian right wing. Like I don't go to Hobby Lobby right. because I don't want to avoid those people. But I think mm-hmm. if there's a craft store, that's where those people are. Anyways. Yeah, they probably hang out the same crowd. Yeah. And like if I feel like when I go to a, just a grocery store real quick, uh, like most likely people are going to be wearing masks and stuff. But I honestly, I don't leave my house much. So mm-hmm. I always think like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. And then I'll hear stories or see things. I'm like, oh, it's not that great. Yes. Right. And, and our vaccination rates are lower than everywhere else around us. Mm. So that's that's frustrating. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way being around like um, Inglewood and stuff. Like, I think it's fine. And then I go outside. And I'm just like, oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm not like... Um, as concerned as they used to be because it just seems like people have the right mindset um people are kind of blaming the right people i don't know i I think people who don't want to get the vaccine are kind of like running out of excuses um morally to just like have that kind of stance even um and you know they're they're drinking things like (laughs) dewarmer for like animals and stuff like that my uh Mm-hmm. my sister didn't want to get the vaccine and then she got covid like recently oh, like no. a couple weeks ago and she got like real bad covid my mm-hmm. sister was like a year older than me mm-hmm. and uh, i called her up recently see how i was doing and i called her a dumb bitch for not getting the vaccine <laughs> and i didn't know i was on speakerphone and her, her, her two kids were like going crazy like yeah. oh <laughs> shit <laughs> Uncle i was like hey what's ass. up you dumb bitch how can <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, uh, that's funny. Well, yeah. uh, first of all, uh, as we wrap wrap things up, uh, Ramon, where can people find you if you want if you would like to be found? And you have anything coming out? That you want <laughs> if you would like out? to be found, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, at Ramon Villalobos on Twitter, um, at Flintayo on Twitter for our podcast. We have a Patreon for that thing. Yeah, um, check out that like- podcast. They talk for um, a long time. Do deep dives about comics. Oh, yeah. um, oh dope. Shout out to Daniel. Um, we're we'll, gonna yeah. have him on too. And then I got a comic coming out later, but I, I, 
it's not coming out to like next year, so it doesn't really matter. But you know, the 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 podcast is you know a big focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the people who and are backlogging t- this podcast are gonna be like, oh hell yeah, this is the perfect time for me to go yeah, check out. I feel like Roman's we always comic. get comments that like, hey, uh, I've torn through the backlog, put more stuff out, so this can supplement you while you mm-hmm. wait for another month for us <laughs> to put out another episode. You can you can tear through Ramon's podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Brody? What, what do you got going on? Um, you can, I'm, I'm just trying to like put out generally more and more content these days. I mean, like, you know, as a nerd, I feel like there's always content to consume, but now I'm at a point where there are so many things that I, I need to do and turn into people that I'm like, oh, should I actually always have to be mm-hmm. like working on something creatively? But, um, I'm trying to more consistently put out this um obscure game reviews thing that i've been doing where there's just so like funny it's, it's thanks so funny. um yeah just find like random games on steam the more random and weird the better and then try to have like a kind of like personalized playthrough of it that mm-hmm. i can cut down to two minutes and then put on um twitter and instagram and stuff um so check that out suck on my socials um, you can follow me at aero bro bro um i'll have some stuff coming out soon for you and then if you're in la I think I have a couple more shows coming up before things get crazy. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so definitely come out, be vaxxed, wear, wear your mask and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody, how about you? Um, a at yay for Zig across all the social media platforms. Uh, I also uh, have a, a, a backup, a short story in Miles Morales Spider-Man number 30, uh, the 10-year anniversary that comes out September 1st. Uh, pick it up if you want to hear me be... Uh, uh, have a fun, very heartfelt story that also has niggas talking like niggas. Uh, Marvel <laughs> might not like me saying that, but uh, niggas talk like niggas in my comic book. So, so, so pull Except on Except for up. saying niggas. They do yeah, not yeah, say so that. Yeah, they, can't, they don't say the N word, but they talk like the, the subtext is, is definitely we are all niggas here. So uh, <laughs> pull up on that. Uh, other than that, uh, at the Dark Weeb across all the social media platforms, uh, we're obviously going to be doing more episodes. Uh, don't get too greedy. We may not be doing another one back to back, but you know who knows? We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, when, and, uh, you know, check out uh, season five of Rick and Morty that's airing right now. I think the finale drops maybe, if not this Sunday, then the mm-hmm. Sunday after at the time of listening. So uh, that's all I got. I forgot there were currently episodes of Rick and Morty dropping. Every time I watch Rick and Morty, it's it's a binge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I... I <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, I, so yeah, that's I, news I, for me. <laughs> yeah, I did I did t- t- technically work on this season. I just, like, yeah. watched all the animatics and, like, I got the job. And I was like... They're all super funny, so like uh, you get the you get the real Ziggler push when my season comes out. Yeah, <laughs> you got Dan Harmon. Yeah, exactly. All right, nerds. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, and uh, God, I don't know. We love you. Yeah. Bye.